right now just to start the damn thing. Uh, welcome to the 61st episode. Of Wait, Carscast. I thought this was the 62nd. This is, no, this is the 61st. It is it? Yep. This is the 61st. Is there an episode Did I do one without zero? you? Let me just double. <laughs> Jeff has been doing another pod. No, yeah, this is the 61st. The last one was the Naked Gun 60. Before we introduce our lovely guest today, I would like to ask Jeff a really quick question. What are catfish missing that many other fish have? Friends. <laughs> it's scales. So. Oh, that's uh, right, because they're slimy. It's weird to have those whiskers. Yeah, and then they also have like the spike. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask yeah, one more. Yeah, uh, okay, what, I'm ready. And I feel like you're going to get this one. What city hosted the 2010 Winter Olympics? 2010? Oh, that was <laughs> so easy. Was that Turin? No. No. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. That was Vancouver? Yep, Vancouver. Okay. Because Turin was the one before that, right? Yep. I don't know. I just, I'm just reading what's on the page. Um, anyways, I want to introduce today, we have a guest, a very special guest. I'm very excited about having him here. Our good friend, Owen Cahill. Uh, feel free to well, introduce yourself. sound effects. Yeah, okay. Because um, when I'm you just, did that, it felt like it needed one. Yeah, uh, well, you can do that in poster. I'm not doing it again. So <laughs> anything so after this is going to be... Uh, I'm Owen. We're just going to move forward. Let me introduce myself. I'm yeah. Owen. Um, you may remember me. I've been campaigning to be on this podcast since its inception. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I would like to announce uh, with this first one that I will be getting another campaign starting today uh, to be on the podcast again. So make sure to... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Send Karsten and Jeff, mostly Karsten, hashtag yeah. Owen on the Karst cast. Um, just you know, inundate him with that. You know what? When this one gets released, what we'll do is we'll throw up a Twitter poll and just like let them decide. Yeah. You know what? You, yeah. Because we have fan favorites and Owen, yeah. you could I'm be a going fan to be favorite. one yeah. of those. Yeah. Cookie, cookie and as of now, Cookie's yeah. the biggest, like people yeah. want Cookie back. Our so I can't, I can't try to be, podcast. I can't be cookie. I will be, I'll say that right now. I cannot be cookie. <laughs> no, I mean, but I will try to be for sub sure. cookie. Yeah. You can mean the number two. Yeah. That's but all I ask. Our biggest issue so far is that neither Karsten or I is a fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is more of a fan favorite than Karsten is though. Oh yeah. Yeah. The thing yeah. I just... There are way more Jeff fans out there than there are Karsten fans, if we're being honest. People listen to me, but they're not fans. Right. Jeff has a dedicated group of people. But they're not fans with me. They're fans at me. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying really hard not to wheeze as much, the wheeze laugh, but I'm realizing that's it's not going to... That's so much of your personality. It's part of the brand at this point. Exactly. We are also just like off the rails today i would like to tell everyone that it took us i want to say like 10 minutes of talking until we started recording. well the thing is that owen had to shave I did, I did I shave. it's still it's still not perfect but yeah. i did like get there's like and a little bit here we okay. all talked about how his video glitches mm-hmm. um and so, so we are aware like huge of idiots uh-huh. if that doesn't happen on the zoom but i'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to it's definitely so if you want me on the podcast again make sure to send me some cash my demo yeah. is i oh. think <laughs> our patreon you know what, money though? will go straight to owen to get yeah a get a new webcam i kind <laughs> of like the aesthetic because it kind of feels like some like 90s home movie yeah, yeah it feels like i'm i'm from i'm like transmitting from somewhere that it's like illegal for me to be on this podcast <laughs> um owen if you guys didn't know some of you might already know owen because i believe five people who 
watch me listened to the episode that I was on on your own radio show. Mm-hmm. Owen and another friend of mine, Emily, you guys have a radio show at DePaul called Shout Out to My Future Significant Other, which is like a dating show where they have yeah. singles on and we basically talk about that. And it's a really great, it's one of my favorite uh, shows out there. I've listened to a few episodes where I wasn't even on it. I just, I just felt like listening to it because you guys are great. You guys are great. Did you listen to the one that you were on? I've, yes, I did. Because the way you said that made it sound like, of course, I'm going to listen to the one that I was on. (laughs) I had to make sure I sounded okay as well. The thing is, yeah. Yeah. Because you you mentioned me once, actually. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You just said I was old. Uh huh. Yeah. That's, yeah. (laughs) That sounds right. That's the one thing I know about you. Um, While it's a good show, I did not get what I thought I would get out of the show. Hey, I have been hosting that show for like a year and a half now, and Uh I still have not been in a relationship. So (laughs) I think you've answered this on that show multiple times, but I have to ask, has anyone ever actually gotten into a relationship? Um, So we have one person who like, no one as a direct result of the show has gotten into a relationship. Okay. Um, (laughs) Both Emily and I have been briefly romantically entangled with one of our guests not the same guest (laughs) okay Um, i was gonna say that is a weird yeah you made it sound like the same guest (laughs) yeah no not the same guest um but then there was one person (laughs) sorry (laughs) there was one person that like maranti uh you know you guys know yeah of course Mm -hmm. she like made before she started dating her current boyfriend she made him listen to her episode and like a bunch of different episodes she's like our biggest fan so okay yeah is she a fan of my episode I'll tell you. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> she just, that was the one she specifically said. <laughs> like, do not listen do not to Carson's listen. episode. <laughs> so, so a bunch Owen, of awful things. Have you thought about making an episode where you make the person who's the guest, you just, it turns into a date with you? So we, we have thought about that. And this is, I'm sure, great for this podcast, just talking about another one. Uh, if you want to listen to my podcast, we're on Patreon. I'll plug that at the end. Um, it's free. You don't have to pay anything. But we've thought about having, yeah, setting up blind dates for each other or having like a a blind date on the show where we each bring one of our friends and have them go on a date uh, on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that idea. Yeah. To be honest. We're, we're maybe going to start up because we haven't made an episode since the quarantine started. Right. We've been talking about starting up again. So now that we're not on the radio and we're a little bit more flexible we're going to start doing some weird stuff so i was going to ask like because i i don't know are you and emily both seniors are you guys done after this we're going to be seniors this next year oh really i didn't know Mm -hmm. that wow okay interesting so you you have another year in you yeah cool i was getting sad i was like damn no more future significant other episodes but he can't get rid of (laughs) can i be on again even if i'm not Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. I will make a Wait for you to a whole season where Carson's on the yeah. entire season. We're just going to have Carson on and it'll be a lot of call-ins. And- partner. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, I was going to, I have this hat on. I was going to ask, I asked Jeff briefly about it. I, I don't know if this is a look, the rolled up beanie look for any listeners at home, but I was feeling it. It's I feel like too far rolled up. It's a little too far rolled up. Yeah. Okay. How far little- can you roll it up? I've tried. Now that I have like, a buzz cut, I can definitely push it, you know? But if you just keep rolling it up, does it like what, like turn upwards and just like sit on the yeah, top of your head? Yeah, I've done this. You know, I'm not going to be able to hear you guys briefly, but I'm going to demonstrate. Uh, so I'm going to roll yeah. it up a little oh bit more and it just sits right at oh, the top sucks. of my head like that. That, that sucks. That's not a look. It's terrible. Yeah. 
Um, uh, uh, the best part is though to correct it from what we're like. Yeah, that's terrible. You just do like one minor on roll. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, now it's great. Now that's like the hint, the hint of hair that you have up at the very top. <laughs> yeah. This is Which, crucial. This adds yeah. a lot. I mean, of your depth. entire hairstyle right now is hint of hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's grown back a lot. If you guys want to look at it's oh wow yeah it's my hair grows fast so we'll be back to normal in no time but got a strange hair there's a giant hole in the top of that the hole in the top there is a hole in the top (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Um, i think you need a new hat the the problem right now is that like my hair i usually have it shorter on the side so it's all growing at the same time right now so we'll see how that my hair's never been like that before so where everything's the same length but we'll see how it Turns out, do you guys think like we're going to be able to go to barber shops and, and stuff? My dad has a haircut appointment, I think, for June 1st or May, May 30th that he's been wow. waiting for a while. Um, he's confident they'll open by then or? I don't know. I got a haircut on like the last day that they were open before. Yeah. Oh, man, That's... I had a haircut and my barber just kind of like red pilled me about the coronavirus. Uh, I was like, oh, you know, it's actually it's actually the U.S. sent it to China to... And everyone's actually, he's like, everyone is lying about how many people live in their countries. They say there's 7 billion people on the planet. That can't be right. That can't be right. There's, there's like, I've two, only seen like, like 20 billion. <laughs> everyone is lying to make them seem stronger. That it's like, people, I just yeah. want to get my haircut, dude. <laughs> but was it a good haircut? You tell me. Well, it's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, I, I was going to say. <laughs> um, what else um that's about it i have two yeah. notes for the intro i said hair is growing back and future significant other mention so oh, you actually had those as notes yeah i have little talking that, that points. came up so organically that was that's well done why i'm that's good a, at this a you good know podcast host right there yeah yeah Make oh it. i didn't explain my shirt for people <laughs> this is really for the people watching the video portion of the yeah. podcast but my shirt is um the official shirt of the florida toll booth workers uh-huh. so it's it has cool like shirt. miami it has like all these different you know yeehaw junction that's that's yeah. a place in florida uh-huh the dolphin expressway it's a lot of very uh florida names for things <laughs> but <laughs> and um, why why do you have a shirt that's made for florida toll booth workers because it's awesome okay <laughs> yeah you had to like set a specific form and like buy it from like the government I'm not saying you should do this, Jeff, but that just seems like a shirt where you should unbutton the next button. But don't I do mean, that now. Okay. Oh, it is unbuttoned. All right. Yeah. Never mind then. Just throw it open a little bit more. Throw it open. Yeah. None of the buttons are actually buttoned in the front. Yeah, no, there, it's, whole thing honestly, is- <laughs> this shirt is, is about to fall off. <laughs> um, wait, uh, let me just ask this real quick Florida-related question. Have you seen the beach bum, Owen? No. That Matthew? Okay. Have you seen it, Jeff? Have we talked no. about it? I have it okay. on my, like hulu list yeah we should talk about that at some point because it's a really florida movie and mm-hmm. uh harmony Korine. yep yep and i just realized that would be a good conversation but anyways uh that's not the movie we're talking about today uh if anyone else has anything to get off their chest for the intro now's the time it's better than gummo right it's way better it's funnier than gummo <laughs> well i haven't seen gummo but i can well, assume it's not funny it's a and lot gummo, funnier. we're yeah. talking about the six nine music video yeah, specific. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. There we go. Um, today we're talking about this movie called Parasite that came out last year. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Uh, it won Best Picture. It was directed by Bong Joon Ho. Uh, 
And yeah, I, I mean, I don't really need to introduce it. Uh, I'll come up with my own synopsis today because I, I've seen the movie enough and I, I feel confident. It's about- Don't give, a, mm-hmm. don't give too much away though. No, exactly, think, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's about a family. Um, we're going to leave it at that. That's uh, it? <laughs> that's going to be the- <laughs> It is about a family. I, ju- I just realized as soon as Owen said that, I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I will say too much. So- but the thing is, I'm pretty confident Al, we will have a spoiler section for this because mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming there are a few of you uh, who haven't seen it. Even Honestly, though, though, for this one, I feel like a lot of you should be extra sure that you have not, that like this does not get spoiled for you. So honestly, don't even listen to any of this before yeah. you've seen it. Truly. The thing is, now on YouTube, we have timestamps. I don't know if you knew that, Jeff, but I added timestamps. No, I didn't. YouTube automatically has like things in the play bar, so... If you just want to skip past the entire movie today, go right ahead. We got start with hat talk and we got start plugs. (laughs) Start with (laughs) we have good questions from the Reddit. Yeah. Do you think that timestamps would also be the name of stamps when they figure out time travel and you could send mail to different years? I think there's no. Why would they need a different type of stamp? Yeah, they could just do the same. I think yeah, I guess the, you probably don't need the postal service to deliver this. I was gonna say at that point, I think the the internet will do the trick. But uh, also, if but the internet existed, didn't exist in the medieval ages. And also, we would have been receiving that mail now because uh-huh. it would be sent from the future after this was already invented. Right, right. But maybe we are, and we just don't know. Yeah, I wish I had some like an person. Explosion. One person is getting all the future mail <laughs> and is refusing to give it out to anyone else. <laughs> um. So this movie, uh, I wanted to have Owen on for this specific episode, and I chose this movie for this specific episode with Owen because you are like one of the biggest Bong Joon Ho fans. Yes, I know. I, I am... remember, like even before the Parasite hype, I remember we were talking about TIFF. <laughs> this was a specific night. You were, I was able to vote for the People's Choice Award or whatever <laughs> for for TIFF. I remember and that. You night. watched me pick Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> Just to give them the vote, and then they won. <laughs> and uh, Parasite came in second, and I regret not voting for Parasite. But yeah, no, Parasite like has kind of defined my film school experience, or not Parasite. Sorry, Bong Joon Ho. Um, yeah, because I was like wow, those first couple of years, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything was waiting and nothing and happened. Up to yeah, it. Uh, but no, we like in one of my like foundations classes, my uh, professor told us. Some kid had watched The Host, mm-hmm. and my professor was like, if you liked The Host, you should watch Memories of a Murder, which is another mm-hmm. Bong Joon-ho movie. He's like, that's the best serial killer movie you'll ever see. And then I couldn't find it, but that night I watched Mother, uh, which is another Bong Joon-ho. And I've seen, I've seen almost everything he's made. There was a point where I was trying to see a short film that he made, and I had to find someone that I went to high school with who went to Yale who gave me her Yale library login information so that I could watch this movie that is fully in Korean without any English subtitles. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You're a hardcore fan. I'm a, I'm a bong. Did you bong learn stand. Korean though? No, I was very confused the whole time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pure visual experience. Well, and the, um, and the biggest thing that quarantine, there was going to be like a Bong Joon-ho short film showcase. I think at doc films. Okay. That got canceled, but I was going to go. I was very excited because I had like the one thing I hadn't seen of his yeah. that you can't find anywhere else. So 
Was it the Barking Dogs? I've already seen it? no. That one's on Netflix. That oh, one's on that's Netflix. on that's on Netflix. Yeah. I had no idea. Wow. Mother um, and Mother Snowpiercer. I know Mother's on Hulu. Mother's also on Netflix. Okay. Interesting. Mother is the only Mother and uh, the Barking Dog. I forget the official title. That's those are the two I haven't seen. Uh, <gasps> those I are the only one I've seen. Maybe I I like as favorites. I might like those two more than I like Parasite. <sighs> we will get in. That, another thing you need to know yeah, about I'll Owen. let you guys go on that one. <laughs> another thing you need to know about Owen is he has some of the weirdest, I'm not gonna say bad, but just weirdest takes. We got in a very heated argument about good time. This man, and I, we won't get into it now because I won't shut up, but this man doesn't like good time. It's not that I don't like it. Well you think it's boring. It's just I think it's slow. Uh-huh. Which <laughs> boring is even a better way of describing it than slow. But you know what? Let's just drop that one. We have other things to argue about, apparently. Um, but Jeff, you just said that you've only seen Parasite. Yes. Okay. Well, Shame. we'll pass that which, one. Which tracks, <laughs> to be fair. It tracks so well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of his other... Fr- yeah, Snowpiercer. We have a discuss- discussion question relating to that, so we'll get into that. Okja. Okja which um, the thing about Bong's work is that I've realized when watching all of it now that they are all, they all share some connection. Like they all are very similar to one another while at the same time being very unique. Um, But I think a big thing is the endings. I think that he ends all his films the same way. I won't go any further because I won't spoil that. But uh, I just think he is such a consistent director who's been playing with the same idea for years which is so clear in his films, and Parasite is that idea just fleshed out in the best way. I'm very excited to see what he does next because it really does feel like Parasite was kind of the apex of everything that he's been working to so far. Right, and I've read, I think he said in an interview, or, or he said something, it had something to do with Martin Scorsese asking him, I don't know, but he says he has what he wants to do next lined up. Um, he Parasite 2. Parasite, <laughs> yep, the American the remake. Adam that, McKay Parasite is, remake. Right, um... But apparently he's like pretty confident with the red, which just makes me so excited. Because I mean, if I made Barisite, I would just feel so like the pressure that must be on this man right now. I can't imagine. Um, oh, also, I do want to say before we get into the discussion that mm-hmm. I did make a Twitter bet on the Oscars night that if Parasite won either foreign film director and original screenplay or best picture. film best picture i would get a tattoo and it won all four of those won all four um so been, and yeah i'm i'm still getting that tattoo i just don't have any ideas of what that tattoo should be because i don't want to do it i don't want to do like well i don't want to say too much but uh-huh. there's some images that could easily be a tattoo that i haven't i'm like does it have to be like associated with the film yeah i would say yeah so. yeah like was that part of the bet or was that just implicitly you just have to get any tattoo I'll look up my... I pitched you my idea. You did not like it, but I think it would be a was sick it, tattoo. It was a giant face of Karsten on the back, on your back. <laughs> it was Bong Joon-ho and Karsten if you put them together in one of those yeah. baby generators. Just like hugging, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think you should get the... Uh, it's an object in the film that I'm, I'm shaping it out with my hands right now. I don't think it's a spoiler, but I'm just gonna... It's a key object. It's metaphorical. I guess okay. is yeah, the, yeah. 
I thought you should get an I, outline of that. That one's too I feel like I know what you're talking about, but the actual like gestures you made was very was, vague. It's shaped like this, like a trapezoid, like a rounded out okay. trapezoid. Yeah, okay, that's a better because you were just doing uh, like this, and I'm like, this could that's be not... anything. <laughs> I'm thinking that maybe because there there's a graphic novel that's coming out that's just his storyboards. Mm-hmm. I saw um, that. Yeah, maybe once that comes out, I'll find something in there that I'll I'll like. Yeah, real, got any ideas? Real quick, yeah. if we all do this together, this could be a good thumbnail for the video, and it will look like really interesting. People be like, they'll be like, "What are they doing?" And we're all just like moving our hands <laughs> in the same. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, that, that's that works for me. There'll be a good that's, one. Just make sure I've it looks cool in whatever one you pick. Ask you, Jeff. Like, how do you think of the thumbnails that I make for these videos? Um, because um, I, I mean, usually fine. I blindly go about. I'm like, Jeff looks like he's laughing, having a good time. Yeah, I think you make it look like I'm laughing like too much. Gotcha. Where I think that. I just look kind of like <laughs> dumb. I mean, that's YouTube fine. thumbnails, but I I respect. Yeah, that no, all. I mean, I, I figure yeah, you're yeah, the you expert need me to like flash my ass for yeah. For this. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, but no, wait. Put the headphones like on your ass so it looks like you're <laughs> at. <laughs> With our friend Owen, the butt. Um, and that, they'd be like, this is what Carson thinks of his opinions. <laughs> I was going to ask talking butt. you guys, because I think this is a crucial, I think this is worth bringing up. How many times, I know, Jeff, you've probably, you've only seen it once. Parasite? Uh, yeah. I've seen it one, I've seen it a second time, because um, I tried to watch it again today before this, but then I ran out of time, ran out of time so I didn't see the last 30 minutes. Okay. I've seen the last 30 minutes once and the rest of it twice. Okay. And Owen, how many times have you seen it? I have seen it three times. Okay. I've seen it four. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Okay. The- you're, you're better than us. <laughs> I've almost, I, I would have seen it four, except that Carson shamed me from finishing it the first time I tried to watch it. Yeah. Because you were watching it. <laughs> On a laptop, <laughs> a bootleg. No, um, it was before I had seen it in theaters. I was watching. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "What if get you to set the- up like five laptops next to each other and play them all simultaneously? Can you say you've seen it five times?" Well, no. Only you have to like <laughs> you have to like segment them. So like five minute buffer. Uh huh. Yeah. Because I think if you watch them all and they're all playing simultaneously, that's like yeah. But you see it play out five times. You've seen. I'm saying you you start one, and then five minutes later you start it again, and then five minutes later you start it again. Then there's enough time to see it five specific times. That would, I would probably go crazy if I tried to do that. I would like to say I think this film is like you. I I used to not really believe what I was saying where I said you need to see it in the theater because it's not like a visual. It's not like Dunkirk, you know. Mm -hmm. But. It's it's a it is such a good theater movie because I just watched it for the first time not in a theater with my family. Um, they really liked it, but I realized it's like in a theater to get the kind of audience reactions to this. It just makes the whole experience so much more. Like there are gaps of silence that I never noticed when watching it at home that you would usually be filled with people. Like there, there's the montage scene that every time I've seen it in a theater, people clap at the end of it, and I just mm-hmm. think that's so fun being there in that setting even if it's like 10 people in the theater everyone's like yeah um so i just uh i'm sure it'll like do more theater runs in the future but if you have the chance to go see it it's a great time definitely not now obviously. yeah nothing's playing kind of, in theaters it's right not now, good advice but, uh, right now <laughs> if like are you telling people this... to not who haven't seen it to not watch right. it until they can see it in a the theater well, or are you telling people to break the law and break at quarantine this, at this point are you telling Let's people to buy on. their own movie theater? 
like, this is confusing advice you're giving. I'm, I'm going to let the audience deconstruct that advice however they want. Um, I mean, by this point in the podcast, the audience is probably like two people. Yeah, well. <laughs> what? No, I'm a draw. People are looking for me. <laughs> uh, I guess we can start because these discussion questions are so hefty. People sent in, I'm really happy with the questions they sent in. Uh, we'll just get right into those because I think they will do a better job of this than we are. Um, this first one comes from uh, the Twitter name Ananya. An- I'm assuming that's how you pronounce it. Um, it. It is. This is really just for me and Owen. As Sorry, Jeff. This, is this Snowpiercer question? Yeah, it, it reads, I don't know if Jeff has seen Snowpiercer, but I know Carson has and Owen has. Um, since both cover the same topics of class and are from the same director, but with one being very high concept and the other being somewhat more grounded, what overall made Parasite a better movie in your opinion? Um, and I think the question kind of answers it for me. It's the fact that, and I get it like dif- different people like different stuff, but I think the fact that Parasite is more grounded makes it so much more appealing and easier to uh, discuss and absorb it's, what it's trying to tell you. Um, yeah, what I, do you I mean, think, Owen? Snowpiercer is like if you know like how Snowpiercer got made, it was basically Hollywood like throwing money at Bong Joon Ho and saying, "Come make a movie for us." So mm-hmm. I think that, and I mean, there were there were so many battles. So it was like my favorite Bong Joon Ho story is that so it was produced by the Weinstein Company, mm-hmm. um, and obviously fuck him, but and this story is a fuck you to him, but like, there's that scene where we don't curse on of, this podcast. Oh, do we not? <laughs> no, we no, don't. But there's like the scene where they're to say like, there's the battle on the train and there's, they like cut a fish and they mm-hmm. dip their machetes in the fish blood. Um, and Harvey Weinstein was like, you need to cut that out. And Bong Joon-ho said like, no, this was, this is actually an homage to my father who was a fishmonger for a long time. So we like, we have to keep it in. And he totally made that up just to keep <laughs> a cool, a cool shot in the movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's, I mean, I think that's what like Parasite is so much more free of anything else that it's just like, it's exactly what he, you can tell it's exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and that just translates to a, a simpler, but a also deeply complex movie. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think, uh, like Snowpiercer does give off that more Hollywood side as opposed to Parasite, um, which isn't a bad thing. It's still a Bong Joon-ho. That's still a great film. Let me just It's a great action Snowpiercer, movie. Like, yeah. It's just like a lot of it's more uh, stuff that would be a lot quieter. Um, and that's why Parasite works so well in some parts is some of the more quiet moments, moments that aren't like shoving stuff in your face. It's actually more appealing. I think Snowpiercer kind of there's a lot more this is what this all means moments in Snowpiercer right yeah it's a lot more heavy-handed exactly it takes away from the subtlety that I think I really appreciate about Parasite but Snowpiercer um, also is based on something that is not Bong Joon-ho it's based on a French comic I think okay understood. So it's I entirely his story yeah I would like to say, and I think uh, Arturo brought this up. I forget who from Let Me Explain. Um, this is not my own original thought. And I'm sure everyone has already made this connection. But I just like how the fact that Snowpiercer is like a horizontal type of thing. And uh, uh, Parasite's vertical because there's like the basement and the living on it. I, yep. I think that's a cool comparison. I, it's just so fun to take Bong Joon-ho's ideas and connect them all. Especially because 
I don't know. What were you going to say? There's some some video essay that I saw about like the concept of left and right. In yep, I think that was every frame of painting. Maybe but... yeah. Oh man, every frame of painting video about Bong Joon Ho with uh, like <laughs> how he directs a scene and it has stuff yep. going on in a fort. Oh great, I've seen that so many times. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He's the competition, so fuck you for <laughs> well, that up. He's not making <laughs> stuff anymore, so... He's, he's out of the game. Uh, but, yeah, I think that that's kind of where I stand on it. But I still love Snowpiercer a lot mm-hmm. as a film. You excited uh, for the TV show? I didn't even know they were making a TV show. Making a TV show uh, with David Diggs from Hamilton. Oh, that's going to be great. That's yeah. <laughs> that's going to be real good. Um, cool. This next one's for all of us. Are, is it going to be like a lot of singing like in Hamilton? No, I don't think there's honestly, I don't think there's going to be any singing. It comes out <laughs> soon. I think it comes out this month. Wow. Yeah. Um, speaking of like out of nowhere drops, Spike Lee just announced his new film is yeah. dropping in June. I'm uh, so excited. Out of nowhere. I mean, that's really exciting for me. I knew I, he's been talking about this film for a while and now it's just coming out next month um, on Netflix. So this next one is uh it's more for all of us jeff you can be welcome well i can yeah i'm ready allowed to speak (laughs) uh it comes from landon de fever uh it is what are your thoughts on the sentiment behind the best plan is no plan at all agree disagree or does it kind of depend on the situation this is something i don't think i have not seen talked about enough no one i know has really talked about that part of the film and it's a part of the film that i still don't feel like I have a full grasp on, but I have enough to talk on this. But what do you guys think? Um, I mean, in, it, do you it, agree or disagree in the context of the movie or in the context of? Yeah, that's itself? what I was. Yeah, it kind of it says it depends on the situation. But I was going to I think what he. In the context of the movie, I okay. guess um, I was going to say I I agree when speaking in like broader terms which I think is what he's trying to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what he's talking about is a plan for like happiness or like satisfaction in life. I think planning like an expectation for you to have or like a reaction or a, an emotion, I think that's pointless. I think if you like plan to be like this successful by this period of time or something, that's, I, I think that's just setting yourself up for mm-hmm. disappointment. Um, so to live in the moment is a better way of doing that. Uh, and in the context of the film, I, don't, I have not been able to connect those two ideas. I mean, I think I think it's I think personally, I think it's very contradictory and, and, and self-contradicting in the film because we see the plan. We see, you know, their initial plan of can I can we talk about like the plot of the film now, you think? Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel like we need to at a certain point. Yeah, exactly. As good so, a time as any. <laughs> the plan to get themselves entrenched into this other family works and they're great. And it's only when the plan becomes, is thrown off that they mm-hmm. fail. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there, when there's no plan again at the end is also another moment where there's a big failure. And then at the very end, the, the way that, the whole movie kind of hinges on the fact that the son now has this other plan to buy the house again and uh, free his dad. So I, I, I don't know. I don't, I just, I feel like that's a weird, it was a weird moment in the <clears throat> film because so much of the rest of the film is, is based on the plans and how successful right. they are. I yeah. mean, I think another way to think about it would be that, the it wouldn't have caused as many issues deviating from the plan if there wasn't a plan to begin with if that makes sense 
Well, yeah, that's well, that's that's why that's what he brings up. He's like, if there's no plan at all, you can't mess up, which is kind of him saying like we didn't mess up and like ignoring the fact that he's like, if we say we didn't have a plan, this is totally fine. We don't they don't have a plan and they don't get. But then they don't get entrenched in the family. Exactly. But in the end, of course, all of that was bad. (laughs) I mean, the best scene in the movie is the most carefully constructed plan to get the housekeeper out and to Mm -hmm. install the mom. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I also just think it's, I think that whole idea is really, I don't fully agree with the dad is what I'm saying when he says that. And I think Mm -hmm. it's a happy ending because of the way the son follows his own uh, philosophy rather than his dad's because he kind of forms this plan. Um, Cause I, it shows at, upon watching it a fourth time, the dad is kind of an idiot. Like the more you watch, yeah. there is the scene where they're all like drinking um, when they, the other family goes to uh they go camping yeah, right. and they're all right. hanging out on the table. And he's talking about like the son marrying uh, the younger daughter and like, oh, we could, like, hire actors and stuff like this. And I'm like, that is not going to work, dog. <laughs> um, and I think he has a lot of moments like that, especially, like, back at the house when they're eating dinner. It's like he has a lot of moments where he's actively, like, just not planning. He's not planning, but he he sets these goals for himself, which I think is just a bigger issue than – I don't know. My point is I don't think the dad's right. In the, um, context, of the, in the context of the movie, he's – I think they – I would like to think, and maybe this is, you know, me reading too much into it, but he's like, he gets them to leave the house or to leave behind by saying that he has a plan. Uh And so I think maybe saying the best plan is no plan is just there to kind of cover his butt. Yeah, that's also. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to go with what you said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the way the movie frames it makes it feel like it's trying to say something bigger. Mm-hmm. especially at the time it comes in the film it feels like the entire message of the film is said when he says it that's um, not also it's like i i was always trying to figure out the the poster design with the eyes covered up you know they how they have the black mm-hmm. i you know what i'm gonna do that for the uh for the thumbnail for this video I'm you're gonna, not gonna do wait so you're not gonna wait, do but that. we could still we could so still we'll do, do this, this with we're gonna eyes. have people are gonna be like what is going on this parasite reference what if we do this? never yeah oh like that makes no sense we're <laughs> <laughs> just holding the black box <laughs> um i'm trying to figure out where that like idea comes up in the movie and it's uh-huh. when they're like laying there and the dad is like covering his eyes like that and the son is i think doing the same thing um, I can't remember, but I know the dad's doing it. And I'm like, is that where the and black- by it for our audio listeners, you're saying covering the covering their, the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the eyes with like your one of your arms mm-hmm. ho- yeah, horizontal. Like Are we well, I, said, I just said Owen? like this without oh yeah, Owen, you have to do it. Now it looks yeah. like we're dabbing. Um <laughs> who dabs <laughs> like that? That will be we'll all be dabbing for the put <laughs> <laughs> a black bar. Yeah, over the dab. Um so yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what that means. It's a part that okay. I I'm sure it's explained somewhere on the internet. But yeah, I want to press both of you because you're talking about the the thematic similarities between all of um, his films, mm-hmm. and uh, I want you to more overtly talk about that because you kind of just left as like this unspoken association. Well, what themes specifically? Like, well, th- that's what I'm asking. Like the ones yeah. that you're both referring to. 
Oh, well, I mean, they kind of, speaking in more broader terms, I guess he's always talked about like class mm-hmm. a lot. Um, that's in pretty much every film of his. Um, yeah. And when I said this is like a culmination of all that, I think it's pretty self-explanatory if you watch the movie. I'm trying to figure out. Right. You're, you're, no, I'm, I'm not saying your question's dumb. I'm trying to answer that question myself right now. No, I just meant because you like kind of glossed over that. But I think that, you know, the way that at least this film, I haven't seen the other ones, but I was just mm-hmm. curious, you know, oh, how like what they were similar are. in terms of like, are they dealt, is it dealt with in like the same way where it's, because this film, it has like an interesting association with, like class and also greed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think in a lot of his movies, there's like, it's like the shallowness of like the upper class mm-hmm. um, and how Where it's all these things happening that they like just don't notice. Yeah. It's, but it's especially like the lower class looking to the upper class as some sort mm-hmm. of paragon of yeah. excellence and realizing throughout that. So, like in his first movie, which is Barking Dogs Never Bite. Um, it's a couple of interwoven stories, but the, the main one is this, uh, this man who wants to be a professor. Um, but for whatever reason, like he can only be a professor if he bribes like the education board to allow him to become a professor, but he's poor. And so he needs to gather up money to, um, bribe, but he doesn't have that money. But then once he gets the job, he'll be, he'll be financially set. Um, and you know, in, Snowpiercer, it's the same way where it's, you know, you have these people that strive to be uh, at the front of the train, which was where all the rich people are, but they're at the very back. They're in these slums. Um, In Mother, it's about, you know, the mother is a lower class and her son is being, in her opinion, foisted. This crime is put upon him that she doesn't Mm -hmm. believe he committed. In Memories of a Murder, it's about, like, hunting a serial killer but there are these two detectives that are at odds and one of them comes from the city and is kind of the polished like actual detective and the other mm-hmm. one is uh yeah it's so it's more of like this like aspiration like kind of this cultural aspiration <clears throat> to be in this upper class mm-hmm. and like the issues yeah. that kind of promote like propagating this kind of understanding of like the class structure exactly and i, I think- influences the lower class to do things Exactly. It influences the lower class to try their best, try everything that they can to become an upper class member. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of it has to do with like how Korea or South Korea in general, you know, they've the technological boom has happened so recently, like within the past 50 Mm -hmm. years. Um, So you you still have people that are so entrenched in the old values. And then you also have this like crazy tech boom that has catapulted people to the very tops of Uh, opulence and decadence i think another like the what i think separates bong and what makes his films more interesting than other people who try to address these issues um is the fact that he doesn't paint lower class as like this like the good guy all the time especially Mm -hmm. in parasite i think parasite like seeing it with my family was interesting because multiple times like they were like these people are awful and they're not wrong like that family is not the things they do are not yeah. great. Um, and I, I like the fact that in all his films, it's not about like a good or a bad person. It's yeah. about like what makes them a bad person. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like these, this class structure that's inherently there where if, if mm-hmm. there were, cause they even talk about how there's just no jobs available, you know, in <laughs> South Korea and parasite. Yeah. And how, if they just had normal, you know, medium paying jobs, they like, none of this would have happened. It's just that 
they were having to fold pizza boxes yeah to get by mm-hmm. so it's not like they had this plan where they had normal jobs and they were just trying to have this get rich quick scheme right it was just more of like outside influences that kind of made this their best option and the most logical option right exactly. it's less recreating the class struggle more just kind of shining a light on what mm-hmm. it is in general yeah mm-hmm. um Speaking of, I wanted to, well, I'll bring this up at the end. I wanted to talk about, I had one small theory that I wanted to bring up that I'm sure other people have, and it's what that uh, stone it was all a dream. means. It was all a dream, yeah. <laughs> um, and it kind of represents what we were just talking about. And I wrote down that the stone kind of represents power and strength. And as soon as the Kim family gets the stone, they kind of use that power that, power that they have, like irresponsibly. Um, and it's like it comes back in the end when the uh, what's it the son he's like hitting the head with the stone. It's like that's the power like kind of transferring over to the family that was living in the basement. Um, I just think that stone represents like an abuse of power that gets passed mm-hmm. on from one person to the next, and then the son putting the stone away in the end is uh, kind of him becoming a bit more responsible with how he goes about things. But I I'm sure I I don't have the enough to back up that theory but that's kind of what i got out of it no i mean they say as much you know when the stone is first given to them it's it's, you know it's a scholar stone that is to help bring material gain well yeah right and like they explicitly says material yeah so so that's just my uh explanation of that i was wondering like what the worst theory you could come up with about this film is (laughs) well the dream thing is pretty dream thing's pretty bad (laughs) Um, um like i'm thinking like the reason it's called parasite in english is because like rich people parasail a lot so um and they and you get like a really good sight like a really good view when you're parasailing yeah oh man that's there totally this, what he meant yeah, that's absolutely absolutely it's like well and then sight is like vision and that's right. why the ah. uh, the eyes are blacked out on the posters because they can't see what's in front of them I have nothing to add to that. You guys popped it. I can't. The thing is, most of my theories on YouTube are that bad. So people would fully believe whatever I say. There's this great um, think piece article that I read about like the use of English in this movie Mm -hmm. and how um, like all of the English that they use, like English in this movie as seen is seen as something that's only achievable by the higher. by the higher class and if you look at like the first 10 15 minutes of the movie like every word that is said in english has something to do with like capitalism Mm -hmm. like the words that they're using are like brand image and they're saying that specifically in english rather than in korean i don't know what it means yeah yeah i've i have wondered about what those english because the the two because a couple of them didn't seem arbitrary but they seem like i guess the opposite of arbitrary that's what i meant to very, say is that very it seemed selective. very intentional yeah because like some of them it didn't seem like there was a reason for it to be in english yeah because you know a couple of times it just tricked me into thinking i could understand korean <laughs> <laughs> the two that stand out to me are both said by the mother of the park family um yeah. when she says it's deadly serious yeah and the other one yeah, is yeah. is this is that okay with you those are the two that stand out to me and i don't know why she Set, but well, I guess they're both like kind of talking down. No, um, that, but also, and I'm just totally stealing this from whatever article I read, but like uh-huh. she uses English incorrectly a lot. Um, like she grammatically, like the things that she says, 
don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's like even in the high class, it's even like bad English is better than no English at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, then you compare, I've read a lot about like the native American imagery that they have, mm-hmm. how that relates to America and mm-hmm. capitalism and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or like the fact that, uh, Mr. Park has a, an English name that he's like, that's his like business name is Nathan. Yeah. Um, but he, his actual name is something Korean. Right. Um, and all of that, are you thinking like, goes back to how you were talking about the tech boom in like Korea and yeah, England, think, like the, the necessity or the necessity to understand and, you know, speak English gets you yeah. more, it's, it makes it easier for career opportunities. Yeah. Or just the, the idealization of American capitalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, my own experience in, in Southeast Asia which I mean, obviously Vietnam and Korea are very different countries, but um, it's like every child is learning English in Vietnam because whenever I would walk around tourist areas, they would have like parents ask me to speak English with their kid for five minutes <laughs> just because of the amount of opportunity for people who can speak English in Vietnam is like way higher than, you know, if you can't. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like, it's a very, it's an interesting, you know, kind of dynamic. Yeah. Um, so we'll finish off with one last kind of quick question. Um, it, it comes from Ethan Thomas, and it is, what do you think about all the hype surrounding this movie, since this movie is the highest rated movie on Letterboxd? Um, I mean, it's a pretty, like, self... It's just a great movie. Um, I think it's interesting how many, like, the fact that this was so loved by Hollywood. Like, I... And I think that kind of speaks to what we were saying before, how there isn't really a good, it's not just saying like rich people bad. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's like a lot of people point out, it's like Chrissy Teigen tweeted out, like I loved Parasite. And they're like, you're the bad guy. <laughs> but it's like, I still feel like this film finds a way to connect with people like that. Like it's mm-hmm. a very universally, it reaches like all sides of life, I feel. Um, and I think yeah, that's, I mean, I, it's attached. I also to don't, think necessarily yeah i mean what you were saying like the rich people aren't necessarily the bad people in this film it's more like the idea of opportunity and wealth inequality yeah you can Um, also be rich and still understand that right you know i mean because a lot of wealthy people weren't always wealthy although not in especially in the u.s i would say many wealthy people were wealthy yeah but i mean there are i'm saying like obviously some are not Mm -hmm. especially like celebrity there's some people who i'm just not i'm not gonna continue that thought (laughs) obviously there's an issue in the u.s with like wealth hoarding and familial wealth from generation to generation but yeah do you think it's it's worthy of the highest rated movie on letterbox uh i I mean if if some movie has to have it (laughs) that is true yeah i think a movie that you would rank higher yeah i mean it wasn't my favorite movie of the year Right. Here's the thing, though. Like, I this is a small side note. It's like this wasn't my favorite movie of the year, but I still think it's like the best movie of the. I think it mm-hmm. deserves best picture more than Marriage Story, which was my favorite movie of the year. It's um, also probably Marriage Story is also probably my favorite movie of the year. But really? there's a difference between favorite and yeah. best. You know, that's what I'm this, saying. Yeah. yeah. This is like, the best I, Bong Joon Ho movie. This is not my favorite Bong Joon Ho movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. We talked about this a little bit with uh, Amanda a few weeks ago, but yeah. What were you saying, Jeff? I um, I don't remember. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh, I think- okay. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Letterboxd also is a user review site. So it's more like, 
I think if anything is going to give you an indicator of, you know, if something is good is, is more of user review because it's such a large pool of people. It's like mm -hmm. directly asking people if they liked it. Yeah. And the most people say they liked it. So, right. There you go. Um, yeah, I think, and I've been saying this, I said this uh, to our friend Nick on our way to see it opening night in Chicago. I think it's like going to be, I think it's like it will top like Citizen Kane down the years. I think this wow. is a very like film schools are going to dissect it for years. It's a great example of just how to make a movie. Um, I think it's just a perfect, it's as perfect as you can get. So I think, I think Hollywood's really also going to use it as an example and say, we don't ever have to do this ever again. Cause we, <laughs> Hey, we, Hey, if we gave parasite best picture and now let's Dude, give it to some rapist director again. <laughs> that's the other thing. I feel like parasite just barely i mean it's universally loved but it just barely won best picture it felt like such a stretch the fact that it won and this I mean, is like green book won the year before that's we what went i'm from saying green book to parasite <laughs> like this is such a good ass movie and it's still bare like i don't know when the next time i don't know that's just how the academy works but well i mean we're gonna have sonic this next year as best picture so which i mean Carson, you said it's one of your top like three of the year so far, right? <laughs> it is, yeah. I would like to say this right now. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but uh, my favorite movie of the year as of now is Bad Education, which is on HBO. Ooh, I want to see that. Fantastic film. I <laughs> I would happily discuss this on the podcast at some point. Um, great movie. Uh, Maybe Owen Part 2. Owen Part 2. Oh, part 2, yeah. Owen Part 3, Owen Part 4, Owen Part 5. <laughs> I will just say I've never been a Hugh Jackman fan but this movie made me a Hugh Jackman. Like, I mean, I have just since Real Steel. Oh, my friend auditioned for Real Steel when we were in like third grade. What what role? A kid. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You were in third <laughs> no, grade. Yeah. Yeah. Great Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy Hugh like, yeah, he wasn't even, for... He wasn't even close. <laughs> no. He was that third grader and he was trying to be the adult who fights robots. <laughs> he was being the actually auditioning for the robot. Did you um, just go in and do the robot? Yeah. <laughs> Not well, obviously. Uh, okay. right, I have a question for both of you. Okay. Would you live in that bunker? Uh, I had to, I would. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Well, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, given the choice between living in a house or living in yeah, a bunker, I was like, I'm, she's living in a house. You know, after my current situation... <laughs> <laughs> After I said the question, I'm like, wait, I needed to preface that with a reason for you to live in that bunker. No one would choose to no live in the bunker. No one would just choose to live there, yeah. That was um, a terrible question. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why we leave the questions up to the listeners. Yeah, exactly. uh, well, that about does it for now. Um, there's a million things to say about this film. But honestly, I'm going to say it, Jeff. That was one of our better movie discussions. I thought we killed it to be honest i thought we honestly you know i think Owen, good points just i'm not tremendous. saying that it was me that Owen's did a it. good movie yeah, this is what i'm saying like owen has awful right. takes you know what i'm saying yeah. but he's but great that to drives talk to. clicks it that drives clicks. <laughs> it drives clicks. all right you need me <laughs> i mean maybe not as much as like a celebrity guest but it's still well, you know it's no fine. no it's you fine. know we'll get there um so i'm gonna give this a five out of five uh, yeah i did as well cool and owen and then owen his last take is like one out of five <laughs> Dude, oh, wait, man, Owen, like, did you give this a five? On Letterboxd? Uh-huh. I think I have it as a four and a four half. Four and a half. See, this is the shit he does. Wow. He just barely... But, <laughs> but I should probably give it a five if I had to give it... Hey, everyone has their own opinion, you know? This is up to you. Well, I have it... Yeah, it's a whole... I have 
Yeah, I have four and a half, but I do have it up as a like. It is like. Okay, well, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't even need I have the likes. twos that, give, that have likes. Me too. Christopher um, Robin. I'm never going to watch that movie. Great that movie. movie. <laughs> so Great movie. Boring. Everyone go watch Christopher Robin, especially if you read Pooh as a kid. Yeah. Um, well, that does it for the Parasite discussion. Thanks for tuning into that. Today we have some fun questions from the subreddit. Uh, we'll start off with this one from 10 underscore billion one. It is, can either of you solve a Rubik's Cube? Well, I think it means all three of us because they didn't know yeah. there was a guess. Oh, yeah. By either, I mean all three. Because you're of us, in yeah. this. Yeah. Owen, do not. Okay. Owen, yeah. I feel like can, though, is the thing. I have in the past. Uh, there was a, you, there was a point in my you life. I feel like a, one of like the five people I know that I would say can. <laughs> there was a point in my life where I was trying, I was looking up like WikiHouse on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Uh-huh. And I was doing all the steps right. And I was not able to solve a Rubik's Cube. I was okay. just like, even following the guidelines, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But then eventually uh-huh. I broke through and there was probably a month where I like had the formula memorized to do it. And I, I if you handed me, I can do yeah. a side in like two seconds. Give me one right. side. Jesus. Easy. Have you tried just buying spare Rubik's Cube stickers and just sticking them over? I <laughs> used to? to do that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would take the, the cubes apart and then yeah. put them back in because you can do that. That was yeah. my thing. <laughs> Have uh, you guys seen uh, Pursuit of Happiness? No. The Will Smith movie? I don't think so. Okay, well, that, well, for anyone who has seen that, and this is fairly early in the film, there's a scene where he's solving a Rubik's Cube in front of a guy. And I'm just imagining they redo that scene, but he just takes the Rubik's Cube (laughs) apart (laughs) (laughs) and just sticks it back to And like the guy's still impressed. Did you guys ever in like high school or even like middle school have like that one person who like always had a Rubik's Cube out and was really proud of the fact that they could solve a Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Everyone had that one guy. Okay. And he's like, I could do it with my eyes closed. And you're like, no one cares. (laughs) Right. Tyler. So that made me think of something kind of related. There's a kid in my high school who had really long fingernails and I just thought he was kind of weird. But then it turns out he actually played classical Spanish guitar so we had this like, yeah. <laughs> i was like wow that's so weird his nails were like super long but then i was like he had a very good reason <laughs> if, like, oh, if okay. the reason was that he was going for the record would you respect him more or less i mean i think less for sure <laughs> that's like, definitely yeah uh, yeah <laughs> well, have you seen the record it they like curl back around. crazy have you seen them cut off the record they use like a bandsaw oh Ugh. Yeah, um, but how do you even measure that? Because it's all curled up, like long pieces. Would, that, the, that sounds like the worst job ever. The person has to measure the world's longest fingernails. Um, Probably smell pretty bad too. Yeah. Uh, this next one, if we if we're done talking, <laughs> this next one comes well, from. Actually, I've got a couple more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it comes from Saya Saya Ellis of On. It is, I'm sure there's Perfect a better way to pronounce that. Yeah, it is. Why did, and this applies to Owen. Uh, why did you guys pick DePaul? What other colleges were you considering? Um, would anyone like to start? I, I thought this was a strange question. No, it's good. I have a lot to say about it, but I don't, I don't want to like dominate and talk about my horrible college search. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I have a quick answer if you want me to just shoot. Yeah, Jeff, you go that. for it. Cause you, you went to DePaul for grad school. Yeah. So. Um, technically I'm still, a student there because I have not done my thesis. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Uh, I decided to go to film school a little bit late 
and mm-hmm. DePaul's application was still open. Oh. So I probably would. So I just did that instead of waiting another year to go somewhere else. So here you are. Uh, yeah. And I was also like, yeah, Chicago seems cool. So, <laughs> and wow. I was wrong. <laughs> I was awful. Um, yeah, I just, I applied to, it seemed like a good film school is on a few lists. Um, I did not get into a lot of other places. Uh, DePaul happened to let me in. The other option was Emerson, which uh, I did not really like Boston. Chicago, similar to Jeff, Chicago seemed cool. And here I am. I actually like totally fell into, I wasn't even going to go to DePaul for film. Yeah. Um, I coming out of high school, I took a gap year because I just like, I needed a year. I was in a really bad space mentally and I had to just like take a year to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then afterwards, uh, I was just applying to colleges in Illinois and I wanted to do theater and I wanted to do playwriting, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't get, so I applied to DePaul their playwriting but there's like five people that get into that every year yeah and so i was like i'll do screenwriting instead and i'm way more into screenwriting than Mm -hmm. anything else so total total luck to paul also the uh the play space is not doing well right now (laughs) like the oh he's got a plush oh wow he has uh yeah (laughs) for people listening uh i don't even know how you describe he's a blue demon we have a a blue demon with like a weird beard yeah. It I remember sucks. when I got into DePaul, they were like, this is our mascot. And I was like, gosh. I honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, I have never seen that before. I mean, okay, to be, yeah. I've never I don't seen know that why I have me. I truly Film, don't know why I have it. I did yeah. not get that. But I mean, <laughs> they also don't have good, like a good sports program at DePaul. They no. have a basketball team that's really bad. They have a softball team that just got sued sucks. for abusing its uh, yeah. <laughs> players. No, they're not good at like, so my undergrad school is like a much better sports school. Where'd you go for undergrad? Uh, University of Central Florida. Oh, UCF. I almost went there. I was yeah? pleased that, yeah, they offered me a lot of scholarship money. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's hot there yeah <laughs> and also it's like the second biggest school in the country really yeah it's like sixty-five thousand students or something it's enormous wow um so yeah i guess that so were you, were you there during blake bortles uh yeah i was well so i my i gr- like the year after i graduated was when they won the fiesta bowl wow so I, I missed that by one year okay. like they're really good season and then you know they've had a couple really good seasons since and then Mackenzie Milton, his leg exploded and everyone was sad. <laughs> but his legs almost put back together. I'm sure he'll be running the same way he was before that. You never know. He's Hawaiian, so maybe they heal really fast. You trying to say something about Hawaiians, Jeff? No, I mean like warm climate. Man's got a Hawaiian shirt on right now. That's why, you know, people <laughs> go to warm climates to heal faster. Oh. Uh, He's also like not native Hawaiian. <laughs> He's a you know what I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to investigate that before yeah, I, I don't know that it's great to like okay. take a hard stance right now <laughs> I might want to do some research on that <laughs> uh well on that note we have one more question um this one's kind of weird I don't know why I chose it it's a hard one to answer but it comes from Tyrannus Rex uh always asks great questions and uh says uh, what is the oldest thing you own or the oldest film you've seen well, the uh, oldest film I've seen is like the first film. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, like the Lumiere brothers, like people leaving the factory. Right. Or would you say the the really quick pictures of horses that are is running? Right. Those I've are what I have. Those. Yeah, I've seen both on. of those. So that's the oldest film I've seen. Easy. Yeah. I'm gonna look up my oldest like actual like feature like 
call it like a big, like a normal, not normal, but like a film film, you know, I'm going to look mm-hmm. this up. I think my f- oldest is uh, Sherlock Cats. Jr. Yeah, Sherlock Jr. Okay. A Trip to the Moon, does that count? That's, that's I, I have, oh yeah, I've yeah. seen that as well. I guess the first like feature length, like 90 minute plus film is the yeah. Gold Rush. The or Charlie like Chaplin. the one of the train coming at you where everyone thought they were going to hit Love yeah. that. Yeah, I like um, that. That's a big thrill for me. I've I, seen, I thought that train was about to hit me. <laughs> um, Which, you know what, though? that It's even dumber they thought that because that train was, like, not in color. Like, no. they thought somehow this black and white train was going to It really... That story does not line up to me. I think it's the dumbest. And they bring it up yeah. in home class. Have you read the review of the guy who saw it and came and wrote a review of it and said, like, this was the worst thing that's ever happened to me? No. Oh, I, I had to read it for a class. Uh, couple, I'll send it to you guys. It's hilarious. Sweet. Um, let's see. I, I oldest thing I own, though, I don't know. I My grandpa gave me, like, a train or a car that is... Oh, like a full-size train? Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, looking around it. for it. <laughs> I have something that was window, made in the style thing. of, like, Pioneers, but it was made by me in third grade. <laughs> So yeah, I don't think that counts. I feel like a book. Um, here I have it. I don't know if you guys were in the middle of a conversation, but no, Owen okay. left. I was the only one still here. Okay, I'm not gonna cut that. Uh, this is like an old truck my grandpa gave. I don't know when. Oh, this Maytag. That's like Maytag. A, the washing machine company. Yep. he works for them and like. This gave. is a copy of the Federalist Papers from 1961. Oh wow, cool. that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably have so. like a coin from like the twenties or something. So, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't really think I have anything really that's like substantially over a hundred years old. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like old. My soul. Yeah. <laughs> what is next? I think that does it for questions, though. Um, we can move on to, and uh, we'll move on to our wrap up. And the first part of our wrap up is meme of the week, which we will yeah. go over with you, Owen. And we want yeah. to make a quick announcement that uh, the next few weeks we're going to have a lot of guests on. We have a guest on this week, but um, we're we're going to be just uh, canceling. Is that the right word? Well, to say? it's not canceling. What we're doing is we're going to push meme of the week back until we don't have a guest. Yeah. So it's like maybe three episodes or so. We're going to push it back, and then yeah. we're going to have a super meme of the week where we go over an entire month's worth of memes. Right. Um, um, and it's probably going to be a separate video on our YouTube page so that we don't have a podcast that has a 45 minute meme of the week segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a little Carscast special. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But until then, we this will be our last meme of the week for the remainder of the month until June. So um, feel free to keep making them because otherwise the month long meme of the week. Yeah, feel free to like really include bad. me in them too because that obviously yeah, I mean, now that I'm like a staple Honestly, of the just show. give them a couple like more poses to give them some opportunity, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Just things they can freeze frame. Yeah, uh, like a, um, the, I don't know. The foot might be a little much. I don't know what they can t- really yeah. do with that. But that also like there could be some people that, that I'm just sure really helped them out. There will be some glitch memes, you know, related Ooh, that's to good. glitches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, like I'll be Owen the glitch guy. He's yeah, like, you're the glitch guy. You're Tron. Uh-huh. Um, we should so, talk about Tron on this podcast. I've watched the original Tron, and it... Me too. It looks it, cool, but it kind of sucks. Shit. It's, it's really, really boring. boring. Oh, it's so boring, but I still love it, because it's like Even the, the new kind of cool, but they look dumb. The new Tron's yeah. boring, too. But it's got great soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the lightbacks are cool in the new Tron. 
Now, Jimmy Neutron, that's a good movie. That, that's <laughs> a bad movie. That's, <laughs> no, that's a solid movie. of America. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's the best part of that movie. That's the we, one I that think surprised we're all me the most that. that like was truly off. Well, National Treasure, uh, yeah. that was a problematic movie. I mean, when we yeah. rewatched it, but I, then also I saw the National Rats Treasure movie. in theaters. I saw Jimmy Neutron in theaters. I saw Jimmy Neutron in theaters. Yeah, I, I mean, same. Yeah, <laughs> who didn't? Everyone seen Jimmy Neutron in theaters. Um, I mentioned the fact that I watched. Uh, first of all, I said in my what I watched month this month video that I would defend National Treasure. So I'm going to take that time right now to defend National Treasure as being a great movie. Sure, it's got its issues. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, it's it's. Sorry, stupid. could you just like. Like, what are the kind of lines that Nicolas Cage says a lot? Because it feels like he just says kind of the same thing over and over again, and that is, please be quiet to a woman, specifically. <laughs> hey, shut up, dear. A man is talking. All I'm saying is I, I enjoyed the multiple times I've seen National Treasure more than this one time I'm reading To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah. You know, though, I heard for National Treasure, they let Nicolas Cage use the actual document of the Constitution. He actually was holding the original. <laughs> Is that a bit or not? I, no, it's I real. can't tell anymore. It's, no, like it, it's like a special thing. Oh, my God. He, he would not sign on to the movie unless they let him actually touch the Declaration Do of Independence. Nicolas he actually Cage forewent $1 million of his salary for the film. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just like he to donate it just so they would let him do it. It's been a big week for Nick Cage. Uh, I just broke part of that truck that's like over 100 years old. So that's awesome. <laughs> oh, no. Um, some cool Nick Cage facts. <laughs> My grandfather is rolling in his grave as he oh, hears me say, two cool Nick Cage facts. This, <laughs> Directly after breaking his this truck. precious artifact, yeah. Um, he is going to be Joe Exotic in a Joe Exotic. Yeah, which, okay, that's... That casting is suspect. Hmm. You guys say jumping the gun. Yeah, I just said it was like kind of suspect casting. But it's also like Tiger King came out weeks ago. It's gonna be so movie about not cool. But it's not even a movie. I think it's a television. Well, yeah, it's a movie. I don't know, but it's gonna be outdated by then. I am excited to see Nick Cage play that character, but I think the show is gonna suck. So, how many animated tigers are going to be in that? To, I mean, knowing... Do you think they're going to use real tigers? Yeah, yeah. if you can oh, touch the definitely. Declaration of Independence, he can get real tigers. Have you guys yeah. seen... Which is still know, weird. It's crazy they let him touch the real yeah, tigers. Yeah, again, like, strange thing that they, like... I mean, that's because he's a Coppola. Yeah, I don't think they, any uh, yeah. of you... They didn't, they didn't let him do it in the second one, though. No. I don't well, think any of you... That Book of Secrets is different. There was no yeah. Declaration in Book of Secrets. Has anyone here seen Mandy... No, okay. Crickets for no. that one. Uh, <laughs> did, the, did the movie come out where he's fighting Chuck E. Cheese? Huh? There's Nick like Cage? a movie. Yeah, it's like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing where he's... Is it like the, the new updated Chuck E. Cheese where he looks like not friendly? He just looks like a rat? I don't know. Oh, have I seen? have seen that. I have yeah. seen that. Like, why did they change Chuck E. Cheese? He looked kind of cool and like I'd be friends with him. Uh -huh. And then they updated him like a couple years ago. And now They're he's fat. Like just they, straight up like a rat. They made him skinny. They made him yeah, really skinny. Like, it's like I know he's not eating that pizza if he's that skinny. Mm -hmm. um, no, but there's like this movie that's like based, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's. Right? <laughs> oh, your mic just went super loud for a oh. second. The car size phone. I'm glad Jeff. Also, I yeah, I okay, know Five Nights at Freddy's. That's how I feel. Your mic would do that before. 
and now it's not doing it. No, now it doesn't. You got that new mic. Beautiful mic. Um, But there's a movie that's like based on Five Nights at Freddy's where it's just Nicolas Cage beating up animatronic robots. mm -hmm. And I read an early script of it and it sucked. That's... I'm going to see it so much. Yeah. But how did you get access to this early script? For my... One of my classes last quarter was feature development. And we just read like pilot or like early scripts of like... I read the Snowpiercer early pilot for that. I read like the new Mindy Kaling show. I read an early pilot for that. It was basically like you had to, it was basically to show like, this is the stuff that gets greenlit yeah. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then you read, almost done, but, but then you read that. Mm-hmm. I had uh, another, the second Nick Cage news related thing that I want to bring up is Disney plus is talking about making a national treasure feat, uh, TV series. Um, for the streaming service. And I, I young Nick Cage think <laughs> that could be me. I think that looks like it's gonna. Yeah. Suck. And they, they cast Joe exotic to be Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I think you um, mean Thomas Jefferson. Wilson. Whatever uh, his name is. Yeah. Let's George just, Washington. So anyways, meme of the week. Benjamin uh, Franklin Cage news. Benjamin Franklin something. Cage. I'm just going to start sharing my screen. Um, let's see. So we have a few, this, th- we have this video. Why do you have spark notes to kill a mockingbird up? Uh, cause I, <laughs> cause I didn't understand the last chapter. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna, uh, move on. We got this one. I'm going to play the audio here cause I can't play it on my computer. Uh, you can, no, you can, you have to, when you share screen, there's an option to share audio. Really? Is it, yeah. does it automatically share the audio? Um, you have to select the this this option. Okay, wait. So I'm gonna stop and then select the option. Yeah, it's like when it comes uh, up, to it, all those advanced. little windows pop up. There's an option oh, at the bottom. Oh, wait. Share screen. Carscast. Share computer sound. Look at that, dude. Wait. Optimize screen share for video clip, dude. I've been cropping it this whole time. Wait. I have to give it access. You got- oh, I don't hear you anymore. Oh, now you're gone. Oh. Oh wait. No. Now you're back. Am I back? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, we're just going to play this meme. Uh, It better be good. (laughs) It seems, despite your exhaustive defensive strategies, you still have a bit of a security problem, Headmaster. I'm afraid it's quite extensive. How dare you stand where he stood? Tell them how it happened that night. Tell them how you looked him in the eye. A man who trusted you and killed him. <laughs> Tell them. For audio listeners, that so, was a fever dream. That was a whole movie, basically. Yeah. Um, honestly, bef- like before even critiquing the meme itself, you get an A for effort. I mean, that was oh, a yeah. lot of animation. I love how much effort is there, and also my name is spelled wrong. Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, no, yeah, that was like a cinematic experience. Yeah, especially you got 145 you know, with, comments. Wow. I don't know if 
I don't know that's, if we're jumping. That's probably our question. That's the question. Though, right? Yeah. That's hey, that's pretty great. It's pretty great. Yeah. I don't know if we're jumping the gun, but I this might be my meme of the week so far. Um, well, you've only looked at one for. I've only bit. looked at one. So though. actually, this that might be jumping week too. Uh, stop motion samurai has been working on an edit. He made a uh, or they made a great edit last week. That um, so everyone be on the lookout for that. Just thought I'd plug the work. Um, there's this one. Uh, it's a cartridge. I didn't think the cartridge thing would be as much of a I didn't hit. think it. Yeah, but it's, it's not that. It has good. some legs. Like it has some ostrich. legs. <laughs> yeah uh moving on but despicable me is a, a good movie and so <clears throat> that is probably my meme of the week okay yeah <laughs> uh this i mean that's it. some art of you i mean your hair is the same color as your shirt my you shirt know. we we have a Karskat shirt but it that just says Karskat. It, it doesn't exist it's kind of a cool shirt though it kind but of is like, a cool shirt yeah it's a great shirt and so that's my meme of the week uh <laughs> <laughs> uh Someone said Luzy Q made a Reddit just to post this. Um, oh, that's dedication. Yep. So and we, so say it with me. That's my I'll, meme of the week. Meme of the week. Uh, no, this is a good one. It is Carson on the first Wednesday of each month. I. This is a reference to last week's episode. I think this is pretty funny. Uh, this will be my honorable mention. What? Wait. Is, what is this referencing? When the siren went off in the background. Remember that, Jeff? The oh the yeah. Siren? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I think that's pretty funny um and then someone pulled up a photo of me from high school uh, <laughs> that's my name of the week right there ladies and gentlemen add nothing yeah, to the name of the week uh yeah. <laughs> um, someone just said jeff and his chalky milk uh it's not that that's, that's that was um not chocolate milk that was no. uh, iced coffee mm-hmm. um someone but also brought like up to say this that, jeff oh that's my brother and me um you putting uh so I bought my brother for Christmas a couple of years ago, like a, or it was like three years ago, I think a 12 or it was a $9 boat. And then mm-hmm. we took it out on the uh, intercoastal. Yeah. It's a great, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling this up while you bring that up. Uh, that is terrifying. Yeah. They did the, uh, the Renaissance, Renaissance painting for me. Yeah. Person's face. Uh, so that's the uh, Reddit this week. Um, yeah, this is so a pretty good send off. Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely this uh, video by uh, El Momento de Bra. Uh huh. That that's the honorable mention. That's number two. I think that number one for me is the picture of you from high school. Yes, that would also be my meme of the week. All right. Um. Cool. With the <laughs> well, caption, also you. That's also Memento de Bra. Had a great week. Memento oh, de Bra really killed it this week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna stop sharing right there um thanks everyone what if that was how we ended the podcast (laughs) we're gonna stop sharing right there right now uh keep making the memes because we will talk about them in that meme of the week special that will be meme of the month oh it'll be a video special on the Mm -hmm. youtube page so the uh, the memes yeah wait maybe we bring owen back for the meme of the week special i'm down for that especially because i'm assuming we're gonna get some owen related memes that's what i figured So, so I mean, don't disappoint we're gonna make me. A open call cast, for cast. some Owen memes. Do whatever you want with me. Um, okay. Get me back on this pod. Do whatever you want, and then you flash forward to the special, and you're just crying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd like to wrap things up by reading a review as a just way. An, of... It's just an ostrich like stamping on Owen's head <laughs> with Carson's face on the ostrich. <laughs>
I just get doxxed. <laughs> People are posting pictures of your house. Oh my God. <laughs> um, anyways, like I was saying, we want to wrap things up by reading a review as a way of encouraging guys to uh, encouraging you guys to leave reviews. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us out. Um, this one comes from Junie Dash. Uh, man. <laughs> yeah, Owen, just review the podcast right now, and that'll be our review for this week. This um, podcast, this podcast, this podcast <laughs> has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. <laughs> great hosts. Some guests yeah. that they bring on really bring up the energy, though. Yeah. Kind of, it's that missing piece that mm-hmm. would like, it's like, could use more cookie, I would say. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, this one comes from Junie Dash Mary. It comes from Norway. Uh, five stars, subject line, wheezing, and it reads, Karsten wheezing while laughing at one of Jeff's jokes is my new favorite thing. If my friends don't start wheezing, wheeze laughing at my jokes from now on, I don't want them in my life. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Karsten, if your wheezing is due to some health problems, I'm very sorry. Don't mean to offend. So they now are someone, not. someone has to take wheezing the Pokemon, and Karsten can be the big head, and Jeff can yeah, be the little head. So that's a, that's how a request. Has no one made that meme yet. That's a top tier. See... Oh, and you should get in on the subreddit at this point. Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe you will. And then you're like, meme of the week, uh, user uh, Owen. Owen. <laughs> Owen's been... Whoever this guy is. Bro. User Owen should be on the podcast Mo- again. Mo- Momento de Owen. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, last thing we want to do is give a quick, lovely thank you to our lovely patrons. Um... We really appreciate you guys. Go to patreon.com slash karstcast if you would like to get in on the fun and uh, get exclusive access to bonus episodes, GeoGuessr, Let's Plays, apparently. Bring um, me on those. Oh, Karsten knows how good I am at that. You are, yeah. Owen, I played GeoGuessr with. Uh, okay, yeah. We'll, except do a, Owen, we'll do an Owen GeoGuessr. Yeah. You were playing the the stuff that they start out giving you. Like, you got the uh, San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, so you... You, you got it easy. Wait, but. let me pull up the picture, and I'll show you how great I am. Even look at that. Look at that. Look how close that is. Yeah, so that's not. So that's not. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, those, pretty good. For those listeners, you got 5,000 points. Yeah, you got I mean, that's on one guess. I mean, we have no context or if that was an easy yeah, guess or not. 5, I'm it oh, they were all very easy. Um, yeah. Okay, so we'd like to thank. Uh, Wait, are you also, playing GeoGuessr on your phone? No, I was taking a picture of my computer screen. <laughs> I was like, that'd be um, the hardest thing ever. Anyways, sorry, patron anyways, list. Patron list. Uh, we'd like to thank Alex Davis, Allison Grace, Boat, Connor Holmes, Eden, Ethan Kell, Hannah E., Holly Edwards, Iva, Joshua Quizwicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox. Uh, okay, but if there was a man behind Jeff, he would think it was a Patreon name and he would die. Uh, that was hasn't updated. That's the same name from last week. Uh, Olivia Robinson, Philip Hagelberg, Ready Steady Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacios, Sophia Arieta, T-Sizzle, Legard Strom, and Vera S. Uh, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Yeah, even Owen's thanking you. He does not get any of that money. Yeah. I would like to say those, uh, those dollars, as well as the people on the main um, Patreon, helped me up my mic. So you guys are helping this podcast become a little bit better. Uh, yeah. it's also funded every time I've had to rent a movie, which is nice yes. for the podcast. So, you guys are keeping this thing above water. Um, that I think is, I, I've probably like just gone into the profit on this podcast. 
I have spent a lot. Can I just say I've spent a lot of money, too much money on this Ansel video? Because here's what's happened. All his video, all his movies need to be rented. None of them are really on streaming services besides one. So I've you had think to that's rent. like a conspiracy? Well, that's, well, first of all, the Goldfinch, you have to pay $20. So I didn't even do that. I didn't rewatch that movie. Um, but so what I'm saying is I've had to rent all of them and then I forgot to screen record them for the video. So I've had to rent all of them again. So I've spent a lot of mo- money on. Carson, whose idea was it to have the Ansel video be this week just when he's like coming well, right back into relevance? It, it like was my idea, but you spearheaded that movement. Pushed it forward. You helped me come up with the idea choice to, yeah. He really did. I got really lucky. He is returning to Twitter week of this video drop. Comes Which, out on perfect. Saturday. It will be out by the time you guys listen to this. I'm so excited about it. It's about 20 minutes long. It's a fucking awesome video. Um, awesome. Well, I have nothing else to say. I, I yeah, made Owen, French press coffee for the first time today. Yeah, you said it was not that good. It was, <laughs> you know, it's my first time making French press, so we'll get better, but it smells really good. It's like vanilla. Anyways. Oh, okay, and it's really easy for us to smell that. Yeah, it from, smell, we got yep. smell-a-vision on yep. these for laptops. The, if you become a patron, you get the smell access, so... <laughs> You're just mailed on I do not smell good right now, so you may not want that. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, Owen. Owen, you have something to plug. Um, wow, I have so much to plug. I'm going to really take does. my sweet time with this. Um, <laughs> follow me on Twitter at that Cahill kid. Uh, I'm sure that'll be linked. Um, uh, I have, as Carson mentioned, a... Uh, radio show that I do with my friend, our friend Emily, uh, called Shout Out to My Future Significant Other. You can find all the episodes for free at patreon.com slash SO2, number two, the number two SO show. Um, we also have Twitter and Instagram at that same SO2 SO show. Um, uh, I'm single. If you think I'm cute. <laughs> all right. That's where we cut it off. That's where we cut it off. Uh, <laughs> well that about unless you have anything else to plug um Um, no if you follow me on twitter you'll see if i have anything else going on you'll see it there cool well thank you guys so much for listening this has to be this has to be our longest episode i I think it might be is this like an hour and a half yeah where did hour and a half of greatness Mm -hmm. also i would like to bring me back bring me back on the show yeah in about 10 there's about 10 minutes in the beginning that were like not really usable uh-huh. Unless you just don't edit them and then they are. Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, I guess this is, should be the outro. I guess so. Um, uh, uh, hold on. My audio for this episode will be from Zoom. I just realized that. Uh, <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. This ended great. This happened when I shared my screen with the audio. It decided to quit logic. Thank you so Ooh. much for listening. Jeff, do you have anything else to well, say? Well, do you, do you still have like the before that you switched audio? Uh, it quit altogether and did not save. Ooh, that. well, good I thing we have it. Zoom. Good thing we have Zoom. This will be so much fun to edit. Does anyone have anything to say? Uh, catch you on the flip side. <laughs> catch you on the flip side. Owen. Bring me back. You said... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try it one more time. Bye.